Hello, welcome to Stay Awake with Russell Brand, a guided meditation with me every week. This week we're doing a meditation on how to deal with heartbreak because Jack said, great meditation on transitions and change. I was wondering, could you give me a meditation on falling in love again after heartbreak? Jack, I'm not doing a meditation on falling in love again after heartbreak but we will talk about letting go of heartbreak and what it indicates. We're not going to go falling straight in love because that's frankly part of the problem, darling. We've got some interesting communications from folk after the last meditation. Comments on the uh, transition and change episode we did last week. Dee Dee said, I was experiencing major tension in my sacral area and this was the perfect meditation at this time. What a blessing you were sharing. I'm so appreciative. Thanks, Dee Dee. Christine says, lovely meditation. It's spring in Australia, but I love the colours of autumn too. I frankly struggle due to hemispheric bias to accept that it can be anything other than the immersive season I'm now experiencing. As we experience this growing quietitude, this inversion of life, this encro encroachment of the dormant, Australia is awakening. It's astonishing to me. Sarah says, this was good for me, Russell. Let's continue. I'm an 81-year-old from North Carolina. Hello, Sarah. I've got so much love for you. This meditation today that we're doing for Jack on heartbreak is essentially about letting go and ultimately recognising that all we need is already within us. How can something so archetypally and universally true ever sound like anything other than a cliché? I don't know. How do we navigate between the archetypal and the cliché? I suppose through authenticity. In any event, this is a meditation that helps, will be helpful, I hope, to anybody who's dealing with a broken heart. Anybody who's dealing with yearning and loss. Before we begin, consider that that yearning may only be present due to a deep awareness that there is something that we can connect to, that we're not connected to. When our heart is broken, of course, it's very easy to nominate the person we were formerly in love with or in a relationship with as the repository for all of that affection. As a person in recovery, I know how my yearning is easily symbolized by whatever it is that, my, that I have recently been fetishizing. Today, let's focus on wholeness and completeness through surrender. Sit somewhere where you're comfortable, where you ain't going to be disturbed. When you feel ready to, close your eyes. Try to keep your head, neck and chest in line with each other. Sometimes that feels a little like you're pulling your chin in a little bit and you'll notice when you pull your chin in it's like your heart or at least the middle of your chest feels like it's pushing out a little bit. If you want to you can tuck your pelvis under a bit and you can sort of squeeze everything tight there like the lower the muscles that are the base of your spine you can sort of squeeze them and pull your tummy in a bit this is not exertional I mean, i'm doing it now while i'm talking and it's not like my voice you know what i mean it's not like it's not like you know it's not like it turns you into Popeye. shut your eyes have your back basically straight if you need to lay down because it's more comfortable for your body then you lay down now, as always, we begin with a little scan. We start at the top of the head. And we note anywhere there's tension. In the face, even in the scalp, behind the eyes, the jaw, always tense. We unconsciously carry tension in the body. We freeze and we don't shake off like ducks. We carry it. 
in our shoulders and we carry it in our chests. We become it, we become this static and frozen energy, we become it, the body holds it. There's no separation in fact between the mind and the body, how could there be? When everything is networked, how could there be a separation? How can any of these apparent categories be real if you can move your finger through thought essentially or at least activate it through thought? Where is that line really? Where is that line really? Close the eyes and begin to breathe through the nose. If that's comfortable for you, if it's not comfortable, don't worry about it. But if you can breathe through the nose, breathe in for about five seconds like this. Now, for a little longer, like maybe seven seconds like this. In for five. In for five, out for seven. As I continue to talk, observe that pattern of breath. In for five, out for seven. If you notice that you ain't doing it, begin doing it again. Don't give yourself a hard time though. These things aren't conducted martially. Relatively effortlessly, but mindfully, or at least consciously. Eckhart Tolle doesn't like the phrase mindful, does he? Because he says it indicates a full mind. In for five, out for seven. Firstly, just briefly, consider the person or object, thought object that you've attached this emotion to. Someone you're in love with. Someone you've lost. Someone who won't behave how you want them to behave. See them. For a moment, consider the idea that you know what's best. Consider how, in infinite space, the idea that I know what's best is kind of risible. How could I know what's best? How could I know what's best for me? Why would I nominate myself as some kind of private deity? If a relationship has ended, it has ended. If the relationship comes back, it comes back. If it doesn't, it doesn't. My job is not to wait. My job is not to make the world how I want it. My job is to accept the world for the way it is and get myself right with it. There is some complexity here, of course, because we do not accept abuse. We do not accept injustice. But we recognize that the route to change may not unfold as we imagined. Once we've envisaged the person or object that we are currently suffering as a result of them not behaving in accordance with our wishes, whether that's because they are dead or they have left us or they don't love us or they've betrayed us. I'd like you to think, where is it in your body that you feel this pain? Typically, of course, heartbreak takes place in the heart. Not uncommon to get headache or the sense of mental anguish tension behind the eyes. 
certainly not uncommon to have a feeling of tumult or an unsettled stomach. But there, generally in the solar plexus, right in the centre of the chest, wham, bam, like Eros's arrow, wrenched free and broken, is the centre of that heartbreak pain. As you continue to breathe in for five, out for seven, bring all your attention to the sight of that pain. And in that pain, the sight of that pain, place this thought form mantra. If your first language is not English, translate this into the language you are most comfortable with. If your first language is English, silently consider this mantra to be located at the very centre of the pain that you feel. If it's in your chest, place this mantra at the centre of your chest. If you feel the discontentment or discomfort in your stomach, place the mantra there. If it's behind your eyes, place it there. And of course, if it's elsewhere, place the mantra wherever it is appropriate. The mantra that you think, you do not say out loud, you just think it, is I am complete. I am complete. You just think it as you continue to breathe in for five and out for seven, ensuring that your face is relaxed, that your chest is relaxed, that your stomach and your heart are all relaxed, that your hands are relaxed. Bring your attention just for a moment to your hands as you breathe in for five, out for seven, and notice that your hands are alive and yet totally free from fall. And now place the mantra, I am complete. I am complete at the sight of your discomfort. Jack, I'm assuming it's your heart. Your emotional rather than anatomical heart. So I suppose I mean the centre of the chest. I am complete silently. I am complete. In for five, out for seven. As you inhale and continue to silently repeat that mantra, envisage perfect white light entering the site of that pain, eradicating, incoruscating perfection, all pain. As you exhale, imagine all toxicity leaving the sight of that pain. I am complete. Let's take 10 breaths together now. While continuing to silently repeat the mantra, at the sight of the pain, I am complete.
See the heartbreak as just another object in the field of your awareness. See your anatomy as just another object in the field of your awareness. See all your thoughts and concepts as objects in the field of your awareness. See your fears and projections as objects in the field of your awareness. Recognize that the thing that you consider to be yourself, your ego, your persona, your very you-ness, the rustleness of you, the jackness, the Sarahness, the Janetness, the Imranness, the Sophia-ness of you, see it as an object held in a limitless awareness that has no real characteristics actually. Because see it as the space in the room. See it as the atmosphere within it, within which the earth sits. Allow all things to leave you. Recognize that you don't give up the person. You give up the person that was attached to the person. You do not give up the drugs. You give up the person that was addicted to drugs. You don't lose the heartbreak. You let that burn away, which even felt the heartbreak at all. And you recognize that as all of us do, you projected and attached onto an external entity or symbol that which is held within, that your pain is constructed within you, that the cure is held within you, that the salve is already within you and that you will access it through the wound and that you won't do it in 10 seconds. But you will do it by surrendering to a great force that is already present within you, waiting to be called forth. Now allow your breathing to return to a regular pattern by taking three long inhales through the nose and releasing through your mouth and through the nose out through the mouth finally fill your body with this breath out through the mouth Notice if that brought your shoulders up and try to direct your breaths into your belly as you take one more. Out through the mouth. Now, move your fingers a little bit, move your toes a little bit. Pray for any person that you believe has wronged you. Pray for any person that's not behaving as you would have them behave. Pray for them to get everything they want in this life. And pray to move yourself into alignment with the highest principles in your life. Envisage the perfect version of yourself and live in accordance with that version of yourself. Know that there is God within you and God within all things and that when you have an encounter with another, that's an opportunity for God to, to glide and align and elide through, past and with other aspects of the limitless. Remember that you are complete. Remember that you have everything you need. When you feel ready, open your eyes. And remember that you have to meditate every day, twice a day. And if you're running, is your meditation, do your running also. But don't do it instead of your meditation. And if your pottery is your meditation, do it with your meditation also. But don't do it instead of it. Thank you for joining me on Stay Awake with Russell Brand. I do these meditations every week. I pass on techniques that I've learned from some pretty good teachers. Muji. Eckhart Tolle, Bob Roth, Amma. I've had the privilege of meditating with some experienced meditators and people that are not meditation teachers at all. It seems these practices are impactful. I'm not a meditation teacher. 
I don't think I'm better than you. In fact, in my better moments, I know I'm not even separate from you. Have a beautiful day. Stay free. See you next week.